This is Matt Johnson sitting down with Superintendent Tim Throne and two guests, and I'll let Superintendent Throne introduce our guests, but this morning our conversation and our recording here is dealing with the road construction and safety during the M24 road um, construction project, so it's really the M24 corridor project, I believe. But as we usually state here at Oxford Schools, um, we'll start with our mission and vision. And our vision is to create a world-class education today to shape tomorrow's leaders. And likewise, our mission is the way we live that out, is to provide an education that challenges all students to achieve their maximum potential in academics, arts, and athletics, and prepares them to succeed in a global society. So with that, we'll let Superintendent Throne kind of take the lead and introduce our two guests this morning. Thank you, Matt. We have uh, two local celebrities, I'll say it that way, this morning. Uh, the first one is Jim Sharp, and the second one is Pete Schultz. And so, uh, Jim, why don't you just jump in and uh, give us a little introductory statement about yourself. All right. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, as uh, he said, my name is Jim Sharp. I'm the president of Sharp Engineering. We're a civil engineering firm specializing in municipal and private development infrastructure design. I uh, established the company back in 2009. Our offices are located here in uh, in Oxford at 101 North Washington. We do water main designs, road designs, sewer designs, um, basically things that are needed, you know, for uh, for people to be able to get around the community, to be able to service, drink your water, and flush your toilets. <laughs> And Jim, you've uh, you've been in the community a while. In fact, you've had uh, at least a couple of kids come through Oxford schools. I have. I've lived in the community with my wife for 25 years. Awesome. Yep. We've had uh, three boys come through the Oxford community school system here. Uh, one of them is currently at Michigan Tech. I'm uh, in chemical engineering. Uh, the other one is at Western Michigan in business. And I, my third one, my youngest one, is still a senior at the high school right now, and he's planning to attend Western Michigan also and, and uh, pursue the an aviation degree there. So the Oxford Community Schools have definitely prepared my, my, my boys very well. And did all three of them play soccer or just two of them? All three of them played soccer. Okay. Um, a couple of them played all the way through. My youngest one stopped after uh, the JV years but yeah they okay. played basketball and yeah we've been involved in the community here i've coached you know the, some soccer teams and some basketball teams through parks and rec and it's just been yep. a it's been a it's just been wonderful to live in the community is the bottom line we love it out here and uh we plan on staying here for a very long time great thank you mr schultz why don't you uh, give us an introduction of yourself i will thanks a lot tim i'm pete schultz the Oxford fire chief uh, I've lived in Oxford here my entire life. Been fire chief now for probably since 2008. Been on the fire department since 1976. Wow. Uh, yeah, a long time. <laughs> probably seen a few changes along the way. Quite a few, quite a few. Uh, graduated from Oxford High School 1971 when the high school was over on Pontiac Street. Attended junior high, which is kind of funny or ironic, where the actual fire department's our station one sits now on North Washington Street when it was the uh, junior high school. I attended school there for two years. Mm. So it's been a long history. 
Excellent. Thank you. Well, we've invited both of these uh, gentlemen here today to really talk about the M24 project that's going to start up uh, actually this spring of 2020. And if you haven't heard about this, uh, the reason why we're doing this today is so that you do hear about it, so that you can begin making plans for how this is going to impact you as an employee or uh, you as a parent or your students who, who may be uh, driving to school today. So with that, uh, could either one of you uh, just jump in and provide us with an overview of what this M24 corridor project is all about? Let me do that, Pete. Sure, go ahead, Jim. So the project itself actually starts down in uh, Lake Orion. It picks up from where the project a couple of years ago left off down near um, Golden Gate, which is down yep. near that Kroger gas station. Yep. So it's going to actually pick up from there and uh, come all the way through Lake Orion, the village of Lake Orion, into the township through Oxford Village and terminates up at Gateway Drive, which is just short of the uh, Leo's Coney Island area there. Oh, yes. So it's going to be several miles of improvements. I know we're here to, today to discuss how it's going to affect Oxford, you know, the Oxford Community Schools and the township and the village, but um, it, it's going to affect even the people of Lake Orion down there. So, I bet. Yeah, it's going to be a, going to be a major project. Uh, the portions through through Orion are pretty much just going to be mill and resurfacing type projects. Okay. Uh, they are going to be replacing the bridge down near um, down near Lake Orion down mm -hmm. there. Um, and then as we get into Oxford, the township there. Uh, from Drainer Road to the north all the way through the village, they're going to be completely removing the roadway um, down to the dirt. Probably was put back in. I don't know. What do you think, Pete? Was Before this <laughs> Since you've been here forever. so It has been. <laughs> um, but it's been here a long time, and they're taking it, all the asphalt, all the concrete, everything down to so the dirt. So some of these old historic pictures that I've seen that show, like, the cobblestone and stuff, do you think they'll be digging that up or will that have already been taken away there's there's a very good chance they're going to find some of that down there there's a good chance and rumor has there used to be what was called the dur the detroit urban rail system that came from down by detroit all the way up through rochester orient up into oxford and at one time the tracks actually came right up through the middle of town so there is the possibility that once they get digging that there potentially will still be the tracks underground that they'll be digging wow. up. wow so not for positive but most of the historians that we've talked to all say that there should be tracks under there still so very interesting so yeah so for the oxford portion we're talking major construction major construction i mean we, we'll just to give you a little bit more i mean we are going to be putting in some new water lines um, on the west side of M24 down near Drainer Road. Uh, we are going to be getting bike paths on both sides of the road through the township portion. Uh, the village is going to be beautiful when they're all done with it. They're proposing a brand new streetscape down there, new bench seating, um, what brick pavers. You know. It's complete through the village. I mean, it's actually the best way to describe it to everybody that it's building to building face is what comes out. Yeah. So there will be no 
nothing left in between or the trees are coming out the sidewalks are coming out the curbs the parking places um, everything gets replaced at that point then it'll be all new streetscape all new planters new trees benches um, street lighting will be going in they're also saving the street lights that are in town now and they're going to move them all the way out to come all the way up to first street by the fire hall and then extending it south all the way to the village limits there at um, in front of marketplace down there by minnetonka so what is the major precipitous of this major overhaul that's doing this why, why not just do a mill and recap through oxford why why the more uh, larger construction portion there I say for exactly the reasons we mentioned it's just really old they really can't do another mill and resurface no. the concrete's gotcha. been milled so many okay. times it would just crumble underneath there gotcha so okay this, you know, it's uh, a complete uh, replacement of the infrastructure too underneath the storm drainage underneath is collapsing and it's so old so there'd be a whole new storm drain coming up the entire length of the town so in places, it's at least a 48-inch main that's going to be coming all the way up through there for all the storm drains to tie into. So it's not only is it going to be complete tore up, but it's actually deep because, it, you know, to get a, that big of a storm drain down the ground, you're going to be down there, you know, six, seven feet deep. On top of that, the township is putting a um, sanitary sewer in from Oakdale all the way up to just north of Harriet Street, and that is an 18-inch sewer main that's going up through there. Most of that, through the entire depth of it, will be closed anywhere between 18 to 14 feet deep wow. coming all through town. So just imagine how much dirt has to move to get a, right. a storm drain in there. Um, part of the problem with that is when it comes through town, and it will also have to cross every intersection from Burdick Street to Broadway to East Street, whatever, you can't dig that deep and go across that intersection in a day or an afternoon's time. You're talking a couple days' time of actually doing the digging and putting everything in. So those intersections at some point in time all the way up through Oxford will be closed for a couple days at a time. So this is not something that's going to be, you know, one day and done and moving on to the next intersection. So you will not be able to even get across M24 as, as we know it for right now. So that brings up a good point. What is the actual timetable? I mean, if I'm just, you know, listening out and hearing our employees talk and our parents talk, unless they've totally uh, had their head buried in the sand, people know about this project. But most people are saying, oh, I'll deal with it whenever it whenever it gets here and, and I'm not going to worry about it now, that kind of thing. So first and foremost, uh, what what is the timing of this? When do we see this impacting us? And why should um, parents or community members, why should they start to learn more now versus just waiting until I wake up one morning and figuring out how to deal with it? Well, actually, we've been trying to inform people at the all the board meetings and so forth that construction is going to be starting shortly. And the, that initial construction is with Detroit Edison, AT&T, Consumers Energy. They are going to be coming in within a matter of days here to begin their portions to relocate gas lines and the phone lines, those types of things. So the construction is going to be starting here relatively soon. And those will just be maybe periodic lane closures that might be for a few days here or there. Okay. But the major construction that is going to be concerning to most people is, is going to begin in March. The project is supposed to be bid through MDOT. Okay. Um, in January or February, depending on their schedule, but the anticipated construction day is going to be March of 2020, and it is going to run in its entirety through November of 2020, which is basically our entire construction season, and there may be some items 
left over, such as uh, landscaping items or installing the benches and so forth that doesn't even get accomplished in 2020 that would uh, carry over into the following year. So, so translating that directly for our parents, we're talking about uh, near the end of this school year and then the beginning of the following school year of 2021. Correct. Correct. All right. It's going to be a very, very lengthy project for sure. The um, public, if they want to, if they go to the um, Oxford Village, um, I believe it's Oxford Village website, DDA, has it on there, direct link to all the information. They actually have the um, map of where everything is going to be. It has descriptions of what's going on. There's also the full map on there for the detour route. All northbound traffic will be detoured at Drainer Road, east on Drainer to Oxford Lakes Drive, up to Glaspie Street, and then Glaspie Street all the way up to Ray Road, and then from Ray Road back out 24. And that'll be northbound traffic for the entire time of the project. Wow. The southbound traffic will be maintained one lane only from southbound throughout the entire project. So as the project proceeds, when the northbound traffic gets redone on 24, then the southbound lane will move over that side, then they'll dig up the other side of it. But for the entire project, there's one thing we've been trying to stress to everybody, there will be no northbound traffic through Oxford from roughly probably mid-April all the way through till November. And that's the biggest thing for the schools. It's the biggest thing for even people going home, trying to get to Myers, trying to get anywhere, is that there will be no northbound traffic. So you'll have to find another way to get around a detour. So by all means, that's what we're trying to stress now, to start learning ways to get around, even going from one side of town to the other, because there are times when it's going to be closed, and people need to be able to figure out a different way or you know go on a different street for that time. There'll be periods of time where, like stage one, Drainer Road, Correct. coming from the west, say, let's say from Clear Lake, you know, towards M24, stage one, they're going to have to shut that intersection down in its entirety, in its entirety. People will not be. So all the traffic, mm. that two lanes of traffic that right now turn on to M24, no place to go. So down, the intersection down. could be open, but only to north or to southbound only and northbound turning right onto Drainer East to get to Glassby and the roundabout detour, right? At some point it will be closed, like Jim was saying, completely because they're running the water main from the north to the south. So actually you know, where Chase Bank sits around the corner, mm-hmm. there will be a water main going all the way across uh, Drainer at that point to tie into the existing main by the gas station. And then at the same time, going from the gas station going east directly all the way across M24. So all that's going to be dug up at, at some point, and that's going to happen first in the spring, probably March, April. That'll take place. And when that's done, then they'll do the detour and, and reroute everybody. Will the uh, Oxford DDA website, or will it be the uh, MDOT? How, how will community members and parents and students, where will they be able to go to get, like, you know, the scheduling, like, okay, work's been going faster than what we thought, and we're now going to shut down this intersection at Drainer. Will, will they be able to go anywhere to find that out, or are they just going to wake up one morning and that intersection is going to be closed? It should be probably three different ways. Um, yes, the Oxford DDA will have that information on their website. 
Uh, also, normally you can go to MDOT themselves to their website, and they actually have pictures and cameras and everything that are up on a regular basis to show you how, how the construction is proceeding. Oxford Township um, will have a new communications person starting here in November, and that person will be responsible for disseminating information on a regular daily basis as far as how construction is going on. The Oxford Fire Department, we're going to be putting out our casts all the time because we're going to be getting daily emails, meetings with them at all times to be able to know exactly where everything is because our response on calls is going to be basically hourly at times as far as where we can go or where we can't go. Hmm. So we're going to have to be working very tightly with them as far as trying to figure out where we can get from one side of town to the other. Yeah, we haven't finished the actual schedule, but I imagine there'll be either at minimum biweekly meetings, you know, every two mm -hmm. weeks or weekly meetings to to discuss the construction activities and also to talk about what's going on with traffic and you know, as we get that information, we can certainly try to disseminate that Absolutely. to all the entities and try to make it as painless to the residents of our community as possible. I'm going to put both of you on the spot since you're both <laughs> fathers. Um, do you have any suggestions for our parents? Uh, we, we've got a lot of kids that drive their, their own cars up there, or their parents' cars to school every day because of practices and after-school activities and stuff like that. Do you have any suggestions uh, for either those students or parents when all this construction begins? Well, besides, besides, calm down and don't <laughs> don't get in a rush. Well, tied to that, a lot of parents will head east across the intersection at Twenty Four and Burdick to drop mm -hmm. their middle schooler off, who I'd only assume has a bus route. So. Want to talk to that, Jim? Say that again. I, w I would assume there's many parents that currently today drop their student off mm -hmm. that will be headed to the middle school. So they're headed east on Burdick Street only to be detoured to go south. No, they can go south on 24, but they can't necessarily cross Burdick Street at it's, Main it's Street. It's going to depend. It's going to be hit and miss. Yeah. Okay. And they're also... Uh, we're trying to coordinate a meeting with MDOT just to go through it one more time. Uh, we're looking to do a, a temporary signal also at Ray Road and um, Ray Road North Oxford Road in order to put some gaps in the traffic so that people can get out. Um, we're trying to coordinate the buses in and out, the students in and out, the parents in and out. It's, it's going to be challenging. There's definitely no doubt about it. Um, they are also going to change the signal timing down at the bottom of the hill, let's call it Burdick and North Oxford Road or Burdick and Glassby, whatever yep. that intersection is. Um, they're going to be changing the timing of that as well to okay. hopefully get the buses through, you know, a little bit more, um, be able the parents, if they're going to the middle school then, um, then they can get out and, and have that traffic flow a little bit better in the north-south direction. Currently, it's more set up for an east-west direction, but with all the construction, right. um, they may actually switch the signal. So they are going to adjust some of the timing that goes on through there. So that will help some of the parents getting getting through. One thing I'd like to recommend or talk about, though, is um, to encourage as much carpooling as you possibly can for you know multiple students riding together instead of every single kid driving their own car to school and getting up there. And by the means you did mention Oxford Transportation, I would again encourage everybody, the more people you can get on a bus so we don't have that many more cars going up there to the schools, to Lakeville Elementary, to the middle school and or to the high school, the more cars we can get off the road, 
I think the better it's going to help traffic too. Yeah, that's it's not going to be convenient for anybody, but it's you know for one season. I think everybody needs to try to keep that in mind as far as what we're trying to do. Patience and leave earlier. I mean, that's the bottom line. Don't think yep. you're going to get to the school in the same amount of time that you do right now, because you know it could change daily. And what when you drove one day on Tuesday to get to school on Wednesday or Thursday, the roads may be closed down. There might be a totally different traffic flow, and so then you got to find your find your way around. We won't have an exact construction schedule until the contractor is hired by the 1st of March when they actually let the contract and figure out what his schedule is going to be as far as where he's going to start, how he's going to deploy everything. So I think at that point we'll get everybody a tighter schedule as far as hopefully what, what part of a town they're working on or if they're going to do it all at the same time or, or where they're going at. Well, I really appreciate both you guys coming and sitting down and talking with us today and how this uh, M24 project is going to impact our schools as well as our entire community. Before we sign off, is there, uh, I don't know, any last most important point that you would like to uh, share with our parents or our community in, in regards to this construction project? I would just say, uh, you know, plan on being patient, people. I mean, this, this project is going to greatly enhance our community once it's done but uh you know just everybody's patience in getting through this it's going to be congestion uh, we've been trying to bring this to the forefront for a couple of years now we've been known that it's coming but give yourself more time you know so that you're not running late we don't want people speeding through waterstone you know to get up there or get to ray road mm. and driving through um, safety's uh still a major concern you know we're trying part of the reason this project is being done is because of safety enhancements, new turn lanes on M24, um, the bike paths like we talked about. Um, so don't speed, just be in, you know, take your time. I would say continue for, for people to continue to frequent our businesses. People forget about that in the downtown area as well, and, you know, not so much the schools, but it's going to be challenging for them. So, you know, as a community, if we can get out there and kind of get to, to support the local businesses because so, they're going to struggle as well. Um, and don't bother calling the school and the village and the township because our hands are kind of tied, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm sure that we don't want to field all of those calls. So we've done the best that we can do to, uh, you know, make it as, as convenient as possible, but it's just going to be a major inconvenience. I mean, there's no way around it. So just be patient, and uh, it's going to be great when it's done. Awesome. I agree the same thing. I um, the patience is a huge thing, but I think everybody needs to understand that every single street in Oxford Township and Oxford Village is going to be affected by traffic. You know, it's a street that normally has one or two cars on it. You're going to end up with maybe 30, 40 cars an hour on it. It's only for the one season. It's all temporarily. But thinking that, you know, why is everybody driving on my street? Well, think about it. When you turn around, have to leave your house, you have to drive on somebody else's street to get someplace too. So we're all, we're all cutting through everybody's neighborhoods. We're all driving on different streets than we normally do. So I think everybody needs to be patient, be supportive of it with the entire thing. Looking towards 2021 when we've got an awesome road that's going to be in place, the downtown village is going to be extremely refreshed and bright looking and fresh. So it's going to be something I think all of us can be proud of if we can all just work together in the meantime through 2020 and uh, live it and be prepared for 2021. Great. I got one more question for Chief Schultz since okay. we'll have an audience. If you could speak to your your emergency response plans and your team's 
um, ability to address this and the things you've done to make sure you can get response teams to people. Since we have an audience, why don't you go ahead and share what your plans and what you guys are doing to overcome that? As I mentioned before, it's going to be extremely difficult. Um, I'm affected by it with our main station on Washington Street that we will not be able to turn out of there and go north. That affects almost the entire north end of the township and even the westerly part of it that we will not be able to just turn around and go north. That means we're going to have to fight over to get to to Glassby Street and be in, you know, one-lane traffic with everybody else. If we try to go south out of there, we're going to, again, we're going to be in one-lane traffic going south. Um, Even if we are going lights and sirens, the people will have no place to get off the road. They can't barely jump the curb and jump up on the sidewalks. Or if they go to the other side, they'll drop off into a 10-foot ditch or anything like that. So it's going to be extremely difficult no matter how we get around. Uh, We are talking about deploying our trucks differently throughout the days, even if we have to actually go out and sit in a parking lot someplace. And we are drawing up planes to figure out, well, we'll have a a truck will just be sitting at the high school or maybe sitting at Myers or sitting over by Independence Village over in Waterstone. Uh, And even my other station coming north, again, is going to be difficult as far as how they get to me. We did go to the village and got authorization for them to open Dayton Street for us, which connects to Dayton Street in the township, which allow us then we could go directly west from the fire hall and be able to get out into Waterstone to be able to head to the north of the, the township that way. Um, again, we're, we're working with all our surrounding departments for mutual aid, but again, they're going to have the same issues coming up 24 because, again, traffic is all blocked and everything too. So we definitely will be working, and it's going to be on a daily to an hourly basis as far as what streets open or not open. Um, we are looking at a few of the, I know the village is working with a couple of the local um, businesses about potentially having sneak through cut through sort of their parking lots into the other you know other parking lots to be able to get in and out so there should be more to follow on that as we get more towards the towards the spring but again it's going to be tight for all the businesses even south of town too as far as trying to get people into the businesses so please keep in mind that the businesses are going to be suffering so like jim said try to support them and and work together on them excellent gentlemen thank you very much this has been uh Pete Schultz, your uh, local fire chief, and Jim Sharp, your township engineer. We appreciate both you guys coming out and talking with us today and uh, learning a little bit more about this project and how it's going to impact our schools and community. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We usually close with a statement, Mr. Throne. It's a great day to be a wildcat. There you go.